She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. I'm Lisa Davis, along with Andrea Donsky. And, you know, it's a brand new year, and it's always nice when you can change things and make healthy improvements, I'm going to say, in your life, because it's always about improving. It's not about perfection. And here to talk Mm -hmm. about this is Ashley Koff. Hooray. Hello, Ashley. (laughs) Hello. I All right, so let's like talk about exchanges. this. Exchanges, don't doesn't changes Ooh, feel exchanges. like? Yeah, ch ch changes. There yes, you go. Or I, ch- that's why ex- I said improvements. Changes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. In an homage to David Bowie, very sad uh-huh. about his passing, but yeah, yeah, so amazing. I've been listening to Queen Bitch. That song, if you never heard it, is fantastic. From his Ziggy Stardust days, like over and over, my daughter's like, enough of that. But anyway, back to the subject. Talk about these, ch- uh, not changes, but XXX changes. <laughs> yeah, you know, and part of it is, I think, just a visceral reaction to, especially if you're in the media or we hear about it, but it's like, oh, new year, new you, or, you know, oh, it's 2016. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Or, you know, all this other stuff. And it's like, I just want to be the first to say, like, you're awesome. And we're all on our own path, <laughs> like, to just figure out, like, how we can either sustain our awesomeness or tap into something that may not be feeling so awesome or so great, but you really, you don't need a whole revolution. Like even I was saying that I got somebody laughing the other day. I was like, look, I promise you in all of my years, it's 15 now of working with patients almost exclusively. Nobody was ever a total health hot mess. Like I have seen people, you know, everything was falling apart, but in the, but there was something, there's a nugget. And so one of the things that I would like to change about this year or advise, um, and I'm really working on it myself too, is to really start off thinking about what you're doing right and what are the things that you do that um, you're successful at, because in there, you're going to find the nuggets to helping you be successful where you aren't currently. And that I think is you know, whenever you've stuck with a routine, whatever program has worked for you, whatever you, you know, like, and it doesn't just, it could be if you're really good at balancing your checkbook, like that could actually really help you out with your nutrition. You know, I think just sitting down and thinking about those things that you're really good at. What are you guys good at? Oh, good question, Ashley. Mm-hmm. What are we really good at? <laughs> I mean, I'm really good at reading labels. I can definitely okay. help people read labels and learn how to read labels. Lisa, what about you? What are you really good at when it comes to healthy living? Uh, I'm really good about being consistent with what I'm eating and, and being really sure that it's clean. Although I have to say, I've been spending way too much money on soup. There's this new place up the street for me, literally like half a mile, this beautiful little cafe that's all local. And they got this cool chef from Boston and I'm spending like all my money on soup. So I need to learn to cook. And that could be something that I think mm-hmm. we could want to do this year. Right, Ashley is, you know, I mean, I know how to cook, but I just get lazy. <laughs> yes. So I actually start from the place of deciding when, how I want to invest my time. And sometimes I want to invest my time in the kitchen because it's my favorite time in the world. And that's usually if there's nobody else around and I have the ingredients Mm -hmm. that I want and or if there's something else like laundry that I should be doing and it's like, nope, I'm going to be in the kitchen. I'm going to make something. (laughs) So that's totally awesome. That is not sadly or not. I'm just I'm not even going to judge it. That's not normally my life. So um, it was yeah. actually fun. I was over. I was with a friend the other day uh, in Boulder, Colorado, and we had been working all day. She's a writer, and um, we. It was like okay, uh, we'd got made time to go to a yoga class, and then it's like we want to come home. And you know, after yoga, first of all, you don't want to eat like you don't want to have something like super intense um, digestively, but also it was later, and it's also freezing there, and we're like we want it to be warm. 
So what I said to her is I was like, what about a soup? And she's like, I don't know. I don't feel like soups ever satisfy me. And I said, well, what do you got? You know, what else do you have in the kitchen? And uh, she's like, well, I have all these frozen wild salmon, um, but, you know, that's going to, too bad we don't have time to defrost those and do all this. And I was like, and what else do you have in the freezer? And of course I found, I was like, la, 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 my favorite, broccoli. And I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Put a little bit of broth in a cast iron pan, put the, cut on, you know, we cut the wild salmon out of their packages, put them in there, put a lid on it and start to poach it that way from the freezer. We're doing no defrosting at this point. You've got to turn it up enough to boil, and you have to have enough broth in there that as the salmon starts to absorb, absorb and some of it goes, the moisture uh, starts to go out, you're not going to get a dry pan, so you want to pay attention to that. Then we added the broccoli in there, and then we added this, like, leftover lentil soup that she had, and there was our one-pot mm-hmm. meal. And we just literally, and it made four portions. She had two left over for the next day, and it was, fantastic. And she just looked at me and she's like, you know, I never would have done, those wild salmon have been sitting in the freezer because I always think of how am I going to make beautiful wild salmon fillets? And and I was so overwhelmed from the freezer, et cetera. So the moral in this story, in my opinion, is, you know, a soup can be uh, liquid, it can be pureed completely, or it can be chunky. And sometimes leaving it chunky makes you feel a little bit more like you've had uh, something more substantive. Um, it really is just a texture thing, depending on what you want. But I think the key thing in this is, number one, knowing that you can do something quickly. Number two, you can always use up what you have in the house. And number three is that in the liquid form or in the solid form, you guys have heard me say this a million times, you don't get to change the nutrient balance principles. So the key thing there is, if I had um, just done the broth with the salmon and the broccoli, we would have had no carbs there. And that would have left us after dinner being like, hmm, do we want berries? Do we want, you know, is there a leftover cookie? Is there, you know, you, mm-hmm. because your body is going to want that carbohydrate, especially after mm-hmm. a workout. For sure. And so the beans did that, and then also you get the fiber in there. So I think that's a, a, an important one. Somebody was telling me the other day they loved to have butternut squash, um, and but then they were putting croutons on top of it, and then they were having some quinoa on the side. And I was like, whoa, whoa, we've got a carb bomb situation yes. going off. <laughs> so with the butternut squash, throw some hemp seeds on top instead of the croutons, and you get the protein and the healthy fats. And I'm a, you know, I am a believer. I love to make things from scratch, but I also, as we were talking about with speed, it's totally fine to buy, you know, to do more of like the sum assembly required, like we were just talking about that takes, you know, five or six minutes as opposed to the making everything from scratch, finding a recipe that you like, knowing that you're going to like it, et cetera, and having all the ingredients, which can take you know, the whole weekend, in my opinion, or in my exactly. world, I guess. You know, uh, Ashley, I want to talk about hemp seeds for a second, because they're like my new favorite superfood, and I'd love you to tell everybody why they're so good. They're so super. So the great thing about them is they uh, are one of these, like, nutrient balance enablers that I was just talking about. So because they're a great source of protein, and they're com- what we call a complete protein, which means <laughs> they have the nine essential amino acids in varying amounts, like all of your different proteins have them in varying amounts. Um, different complete proteins. And then they also are an excellent source of all of our um, wonderful uh, essential fatty acids. Um, I shouldn't say all, of many of our essential fatty acids, mm-hmm. including the one that I call the glamour fatty acid for your hair, skin, and nails, which is really important in the mm-hmm. winter. Um, that's that GLA, and it's an omega-6. And mm-hmm. so I love that. But they aren't a significant source of carbohydrate. Per serving, which is about three tablespoons of hemp seeds, you get about 10 uh, grams of protein, 10 grams of your uh, healthy fats. 
but you only get, it'll say three grams of carbohydrate, but all of those uh, three grams come from fiber. And that's really important because, number one, sometimes when we're getting just protein and fat, we're not getting fiber, and I find that in a lot of people's uh, diets. And then number two, as you move to more plant-based options, one of the issues or the risks for people who are trying to balance weight and things like that is that we end up with too many carbohydrates. Ah, I see. Well, that's what's so important. And that's okay. And that's why, you you know, we love having you on because there's so many things that people aren't really sure about and, and how, you know, how to balance it. You know, that butternut squash sounded really good. But yeah, I wouldn't want the quinoa or the croutons with that. I would want one or the other, you know, maybe have, well, what would be good with that butternut squash in addition? So to I seeds? did a side of sauteed collards um, with gr- grilled mm-hmm. onions and mushrooms because my whole world is grilled onions Ooh. and mushrooms usually. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That yeah. And it became, so and she amazing. was like, this is so savory and delicious. And I said, by the way, if you were at my house, the collards, the onions, and the mushrooms would have all gone into the butternut squash because I just put it all into a bowl. <laughs> I'm like, one less bowl to clean and just right, easy in can one I move pan. in? Please. I'm, <laughs> totally, really, I'm mostly totally. pleasant. When, yes. When, yes. The, when Mercury's out of retrograde, I'll be back to my bubbly something. No, <laughs> there still, you I'm go. I'm still pretty happy. But uh, <laughs> anyway, until then, Ashley, there's magnesium so in one pot fun. meal. Right. I know. We love, love, love having you here. Tell us the ways we can find you. Visit me on my website, ashleycoffrd.com. And if you've got questions, we're tweeting about them with the show and all of that with at Ashley Coff. So thank you. All right. Well, everyone stay well and be sure to make your one pot meal and keep listening to Naturally Savvy here on Radio MD.